Hey mama, I'm coming to you today with an episode straight from the heart on comparison. We know that comparison can come in so many forms and many of them, we don't even realize that comparison is happening when it is in in those different areas and in the ways that it's happening. So I'm going to encourage you today. This episode is here for encouragement so you can stop comparing yourself to other moms. And I'm also going to share a handful of different areas that you can evaluate in your own life to see if comparison has taken root. If you're listening to this episode as it's being published um, the day of or the following couple days, it's Christmas right now. So Merry Christmas, number one. But my gift to you today, what I want to gift to you is the ability to live comparison free. And I want to leave you empowered to just be filled with joy in the season and moving forward so you can feel true contentment right where you are. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Okay, you might not believe me with this one, but just hang tight because I promise you it helps. An awesome antidote to comparison, something that can help you combat it, is surrounding yourself with other moms instead of isolating yourself. The most dangerous place that you can be is alone with your thoughts, right? We can often spiral into this negativity, and that's really when comparison can take root. So what I want you to do right now, if you haven't yet, if you haven't yet, I'm shocked, but what I want you to do right now is jump into the Tough Love Mom Squad on Facebook. Come introduce yourself in there. Leave a little post about you and what you're doing right now for Christmas. There's mamas in there constantly sharing their wins, taking on my consistency challenges each month. There's takeaways from these episodes that they're sharing and that, that I'm sharing. I share exclusive content in there. So make sure that you're in there because surrounding yourself with other moms, even if it's virtually, if that's the most we can get right now in the season of life, that's what you need to do is surround yourself and not be isolated. It's the place to be if you want to be surrounded by these moms that are just living intentional lives, working on their mindset, working to be their healthiest selves. So the link is below and I will see you in there. So that is one way that you can take on comparison, but we're going to go over some more today. And we're also going to talk about some areas that comparison can rear its ugly head because you might not even realize that comparison is present in that moment. In full transparency, I have put myself through a lot of unnecessary suffering because I have not realized that comparison was taking root in different areas of my life. One of the main culprits in the past couple of years for me with comparison is my routine, my schedule, my ability to be in control of when I do 
what I do. So to set the stage, my husband and I were among the earlier group of couples in our friend groups to have our first child. And locally, we were the first one to have our second that we're close with. And seeing other women, other moms having a little bit more flexibility than I did, whether they had no kids or they had one kid, that's just what my mind got fixated on. And I started to long for not necessarily what they had, but I started to long for my past because I could prioritize my workouts and get them done anytime I wanted. And I was sleeping better. And the stress of motherhood was just taking its toll on me. And my focus started to get on this fact that I wasn't in control of my schedule anymore. Now we know we're not really in control of anything, but just seeing other people that had more flexibility and focusing on what they had versus what I was able to do throughout the day and how I was growing through trying to balance everything. This longing for what I used to be able to do created this discontentment in my heart. And honestly, that discontentment creates this inability to feel grateful. And I struggled with that a lot early on as a mom transitioning to a mom of two under two. (laughs) So that is an area that comparison has really been a struggle and a battle for me. So I just want to be fully transparent with you because if you're sitting there and you're looking around at your other friends who might not be in the same life stage as you, or you're longing for what your routine and schedule used to look like, I literally probably just came out of that season earlier this year going, you know what? I can manage this. I can balance this. It's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be pretty, but it's where I am and it's what I was created for right now in the season. And honestly, it makes us better. So that's a tangent. Let's go into some areas that you might be comparing to other moms or to your past. Just remember comparisons, not always with other women. We might be comparing our current situation to what we want it to look like down the road. We might be comparing our current situation to what it used to look like in the past. And we might be comparing to other people that we're getting distracted by outside of what we're called to right here and right now. So what are some areas that you might be comparing in? The first very obvious one is our body, right? During pregnancy, during postpartum, what is this mom's body doing during pregnancy? Why am I gaining so much weight? And she's not right. That's something that I dealt a lot with. Why am I gaining so much weight? (laughs) So our body is something we might compare uh, our marriages in the relationships we have with our husband, especially if, man, this is a hard one because kids really affect our marriage and we have to be very intentional. This is something we're not perfect at, but having little ones can really impact a marriage, especially if we don't do anything about it. So marriage is an area that we might compare in what our house looks like, where our house is located, our parenting and our kids' behavior is another area, especially when we're out and about or when we're at play dates or when we're seeing posts on social media of what kids, I mean, if you think about it, if you really think about it, what we're seeing on social media, if someone updates their stories, like 20, 30 times a day, we're seeing a total of maybe three to four minutes of their whole entire day. That's a tiny snippet. So what your kids are behaving like, most likely every other child on this earth is behaving just like them at that age too. Different points in our life, we might be comparing, whether we're longing for the past or for the future, like I just talked about. We might compare our routine and our schedule, like I talked about, that's something I struggled with a lot, to other people's or to what we used to do. Another comparison area is our family makeup from how many kids we have to the spacing of their age gaps to how many boys and how many girls or all boys and 
or all girls, any of those things. And then the last thing, these are just, this is just a list I came up with. I'm sure it's endless, but another big area that as moms, we might be comparing ourselves to other women or to our past or to what we want to be down the road is what we're called to our giftings that we've been gifted with, that we're just naturally talented at or things that we do work-wise or staying home, whatever our calling is on our life. That's something we can easily compare if we see other women doing things. So I'm not going to go a ton into each of those because you know, if you're like, Ooh, I didn't realize that that's an area I might be comparing in me just bringing it up could have given you that awareness of, I think I need to tune into that area a little bit more. So that's a list of areas that you might be comparing in. Let me just go through them real quick. Again, your body, your marriage, your house, your kids' behavior, the points in your life, whether it's longing for the past or looking to the future, your routine and your schedule, how your family makeup looks, or your calling on your life. So what might you feel if comparison is taken root? Because I think this is really the identifier to seeing if comparison is something that you're struggling with in that area. And so you can evaluate each of these areas. If one came up, that you started to think, wow, I think that's an area I'm struggling with. Start to pinpoint any of these feelings you might be having in that. So the first is obvious envy or jealousy, right? If we're feeling envious of someone else or something else or jealous, that's a really bold, blatant, usually you can figure that out on your own. But some of these other ones, you might not realize that these feelings can often be caused by that comparison. The first one is discontentment or wanting more, right? If we see that someone has something else or someone's life looks a certain way and we don't have that, our kids aren't acting that way, our body doesn't look that way yet, we can feel discontent. We can feel like we want more or want different. Another thing is unproductively daydreaming. (laughs) So let me get into this a little bit. Thinking about what's down the road, what we can do to get there is really important because that gives us purpose and action for today. But if we're just sitting there daydreaming and thinking about what we wish would happen or wish wouldn't happen or hoping that things look a certain way, but we don't do anything about it, or we're just, that is what I like to call daydreaming unproductively. (laughs) Another thing that's pretty closely tied to that is avoiding avoidance coping strategies. So doing things to numb out emotions or thoughts or feelings that you're having. So maybe you're numbing out that feeling of envy or that feeling of discontentment by doing things that are avoidance behaviors, like going to the fridge, going to the pantry, scrolling on social media, binge watching Netflix. Those are all things that can be caused by that unproductive daydreaming because you're wishing and wanting for more, you're discontent. And so we start doing these unproductive coping behaviors and activities that often are because we're avoiding feeling a certain way. And what this ultimately does is numb out that feeling. And none of this is good. That's kind of like spiraling. And we all do it. We all have something that we probably turn to, this thing that we're doing and we know it's unproductive. We know it's not good for us. And it's just spiraling us down. It's making us feel worse and worse. And often the thing that is causing that is this thing of comparison. Maybe you're not as consistent as you want to be. Your body isn't where you thought it would be postpartum based on what you're seeing on social media. Your kids are just off the wall and going cray cray and you don't know what to do about it. You think it's something you're doing wrong and you're just comparing whether it's to yourself 
in the past or to someone else you're seeing on social media, whatever it is, often the root of these really unproductive behaviors is because we are comparing. And it's really hard to identify that sometimes because it's so many layers deep where we are already. And it's often that's that root of comparison. So a little encouragement for you because I feel like it just got real dark and heavy. And I don't want to leave you on that on this beautiful Christmas weekend, but I want to give you some encouragement because this is heavy stuff (laughs) and I'm leaving you with a gift. I need to leave you with gift. So number one, comparison will block you from realizing what you already have. Comparison is going to be this blinders that get put on your eyes so you can't see what's in front of you that someone else might not have or someone else might be longing for. I saw this quote on Instagram a few weeks ago that said, don't forget that what you have right now is what you used to pray for. And I was just like, man, if we could just remember that every single day that what we have in front of us, although it's not perfect, it never will be. Although it's not perfect, it's exactly what we need right now. And comparison, it doesn't just steal joy. It's going to kill your contentment too. Comparison breeds discontentment. And when you can sit in gratitude, when you can sit in just, I'm so thankful for what I have right now, for the way our life looks, for the way that I'm growing and learning from all these challenges that I'm facing. If you can sit in that spot, you're going to feel content. So don't let comparison blind you anymore from those things that can truly bring you joy. You can, you truly can feel joyful with where you are right now if you notice what you do have, what you have been blessed with. So just promise me that, that you're going to start being more cognizant of the things that are in your life that are for your good, the things that are making you better, the things that are challenging you, but are growing you, the things that are there that you didn't used to have in the past, but now you have them. And although they're challenging, sounds like I'm talking about our kids, right? Although they're challenging man, they're the biggest blessings in our lives. So I just want you to focus more on those things that you used to not have because you have them now and they should bring joy. Even when they're challenging, even in the hard times, we can see and feel joy because we know it's for our good. We know it's making us better. Okay. So now what do we need to change? What do you need to do to start combating comparison? Number one, address it, face it and combat it. You have to realize that it's happening, right? We can't do anything about this comparison beast until we start addressing the fact that it's happening, until we acknowledge it. We have to face it and then we can combat it. One of the best ways to do this is once you realize it's happening is to communicate with close friends, with your spouse, with the Lord, whatever it is that you're facing right now, communicate that with someone else because when you put it to words, you're going to have ownership over it. You can also start taking captive your thoughts. You are fully capable of this. I heard this concept and it just is so transformative. If you you can apply this to all areas of your life, but the first thought that you think you are not in control of it, you are not in control of that initial thought. It's going to come into your head. Even if it's negative, if you're just have more of a lean towards being a negative person, your first thought might almost always be negative, but you know what you do have control of that second thought. You have complete control of what you think next. So if that first thought comes to mind and it's rooted in comparison, it's rooted in discontentment, it's rooted in frustration, whatever that feeling is, whatever that initial thought is, you have control over what comes next. So start taking control of that second thought instead of letting that second thought happen to you. This is one of the best gifts that you can give yourself. So start doing that for yourself. Start taking captive those thoughts. And then I want you to focus on the haves, the things that are in your life that 
you have, you always have the things in your life that you've been equipped with from the day you were born, your strength, the purpose of your story. These things are everlasting. These things are here to stay. They're ever evolving. Like I said, your story, the purpose behind it, and then the things that are right in front of you that do mean the world to you. Okay. Those things, you have them and they are some of the most impactful things in your life and how you're showing up and why you're showing up. So I want you to make sure you're focusing your attention on those instead of all the things that you have not. Okay. I hope you're left feeling empowered and equipped just to be filled with joy and true contentment right where you are. I know we started off a little heavy, but those last things you are so able to take control of your thoughts. You are so able to start focusing on the things in your life that do bring you joy, focusing on the things that can really take away and uproot that discontentment and that comparison. So start focusing on what you have, start taking captive your thoughts and honestly, just communicate, get it out there, talk to someone about it. Because when you do, you start to take ownership over the things going on in your head and that deep rooted comparison. That is just so ugly. We got to dig that up. Okay. And if you need to be surrounded by like-minded mamas, mamas who are working on this right now, mamas who are being purposeful of their thoughts and likely combating comparison, just like you. I mean, we all are, I'm still doing it every day. (laughs) I'm still having to do this every day. I want you to join our tough love mom squad. It's linked below and I'll see you in there. I hope you and your family have the most awesome Christmas this year. And I will chat with you again soon before you go. Thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister until next time, get after it.